There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, everyone. It's Zoe here. I just wanted to hop on before this week's episode to send you guys some love. It has been a really challenging time. Um, Obviously, everything that's been going on in Ukraine over the weekend, very hard not to feel deeply affected by the war, by the crisis. There's obviously lots of ways that we can lend our support. And I wanted to give you guys a few ideas. Choose or you can go to warchild.org.uk. Um, I'd also really love to give a special mention to Nanny Luana, who has basically set up a GoFundMe page, um, an Amazon wish list, and she is collecting for one of her friends who's living in Poland. They're uh, taking in women and children, and they've just had a baby that's been born and they're looking for supplies. So if you go to her Instagram page, you'll be able to help and find out all of those details. And also just to say, it's really, really difficult to know what to say to our children about this crisis. The news is on all the time. I know um, over the weekend we were watching it and Kit came in and sat on the floor and Luna was there and it was, I didn't want them to see it and I wanted to turn the telly off. And then Dozzle was like, oh, you know, do we keep it on? Do we turn it off? It's really, really hard to know exactly what the right thing to do is. Um, I guess we're all trying to figure it out and we all need to look after one another at this time. Um, if you are being affected by anything that's going on, our DMs are always open. If you're noticing that, you know, your little ones are also picking up on various things and asking you questions, we're here to offer advice and help. And yes, I just wanted to say specifically that we are feeling it. We're going to carry on as normal across our Instagram and bring you a little bit of light relief. Uh, And also today's episode was recorded um, before the Ukraine crisis. So please do have a little listen if you feel like you need a bit of headspace from it all. Sending huge love to everybody and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Happy Tuesday. (laughs) Happy Tuesday. How are you? Really good. How was your holiday? Well, it was fantastic. Thank you. (laughs) How brilliant that you managed to get away. I know. I was so pleased. Do you feel like you've totally relaxed? Well, I mean, it's never going to be that relaxing, is it, with kids? But I do feel like this this might sound so ridiculous, but I was just looking at the kids before we went away and they just looked like they needed some sun yeah. and some yeah. air. Like, mm. also, Axel had chicken pox, which we haven't actually spoken about, have we, on here? No. He had, like, you know, scabs and, like, you know, just all, like, oh. things. And actually getting in the sun, being outside, running around, no central heating, just... It just yeah. like just does wonders. Like mm. for like, it was only five days, but we just feel so much better. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm perfect. And you had your lovely mum there as well, who's an absolute legend. I know. I'm so lucky. Precious times. It's her 60th birthday this weekend. Oh, wicked. I know. I know. Um, So obviously I've managed to take her to Tenerife, even though she said she didn't want to leave the country. When when she realised I would actually leave the country by myself (laughs) with two kids, she was suddenly like... Um, okay, yeah, I will leave the country. I'll come with you. <laughs> That's <laughs> amazing. We're going to Soho Farmhouse this weekend. Oh, how lovely. What, to celebrate your mum? Yeah, so I manage. I don't know how because you can never get rooms that allow the kids. I think there's only like two rooms there yeah. that you can take the kids to. I managed to get a two-bedroom, well, three-bedroom uh, cabin. Lovely. I know. So, <sighs> so exciting. Listen, I'm just going to say this to you, right? As, a, yeah. as um, you know, someone who's, uh, you know, tr- tr- attempting to be an influencer and failing miserably because we never take photographs of anything. If you do not take a photograph of yourself <laughs> in an outside hot tub, it never happens. <laughs> do you right? know what? Isn't it weird? Like we're actually so bad at that. <laughs> I do so many things that I don't post about. And then I think, even just right, not not anyone listening. I do love sharing what we're doing, but not yeah. even just for everyone else, but also for memories for ourselves. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I think God, why did we take photos of that? that? Yeah, oh, I'm just I'm determined to do mm. um, more of those photo books because I actually yeah. think they're a really lovely memory. Uh, growing up, I used to go into the sitting room and there'd be floor to ceiling photo albums. My mum and dad just loved them, and I remember oh. Catherine and I like pouring through them as kids and looking back on holidays and you know weekends away and hanging hang time with friends and stuff. Uh, even and then I got really into doing it when I was at school. You know, like I think it was like a '90s thing where everyone had a photo album, um, yeah. and I'm I've just don't do it they're just stored on my phone then my phone says it's full then I just delete everything that's what's gonna say it's so true and how nice is it like when you find a photo album from you know like 20 years ago or or long do you know what even I don't know if you did this I used to take a digital camera out with me on nights out and then we'd either upload all the photos to Facebook which is a bit weird but or we'd actually physically print them out like we had or we'd take disposable cameras if we were going to like Magaluf we'd be taking a disposable camera listen but my um <laughs> my best it. mate one of my best mates from school had his 18th birthday party and on every mm. single table there was a disposable camera do you reckon that was like that was like a thing that everyone did back then anyway, yeah so at the end of the night I took one of the disposable cameras to take it to boots to get it done put it yeah. in to the lady came back five days later she just pushed the folder <gasps> over across me and she went every photo of a penis <gasps> every single photograph of a penis and I was like oh my god they've always basically gone round and just taken photographs of their willies and then just put that 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 is so funny and they still develop them for me brilliant do you know what that is the thing I remember getting back from like girls holidays and stuff and then putting the you know putting the camera in at boots or wherever yeah and then suddenly like getting flashbacks of shit what is on there what is on there oh god does the person who works developing the photos know anyone I know (laughs) oh god are they ever gonna look at me the same again yeah yeah the good old days hey yeah it's actually really fun do they do disposable cameras maybe we should get them we'll just take those out with us (laughs) what a great idea you can you can actually see what happens on a made by mama's night out yeah <laughs> um now we need to get into today's chat a very 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 special conversation with an amazing lady um somebody who's really using her platform to change the way that the modeling industry thinks and works and we really respect her for that actually um mm. after chatting to her last week as well it was kind of really obvious that for a really long time even though you know diversity is now a massive thing in our world as it should be um rep- 
representation of yeah. people with disabilities isn't. And we wanted to have somebody on who could, you know, talk to us about what it's like to be uh, a model and have a disability at the same time, even yeah. though, she, she, you know, she, she would never say that. She was like, I didn't even think of myself as a disabled person. It's disabled, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting, actually, and amazing in so many ways that she'd mm. grown up not thinking of herself like that. And I think... Mm. You know, it's incredible but she obviously had a really great you know group of friends you know her family obviously spoke to her in, a, in the right way and that might not always be the case or I imagine that it's not always the case um but mm. you know we are in a world now where mo- you know most people can feel represented in some way there's obviously so far to go but we are making steps towards mm. it and f- f- you know f- for us as parents it's such a positive thing I-, I-, I really loved a lot of what she was saying um, Kelly who we're chatting to today was born with one hand mm. and uh, even even her language around that you know yeah. she didn't she never at one point said I was born without an arm or with, yeah. born without a hand she said no I was only born with one hand and even that language that positive language was really inspiring for me yeah. listening to her talk about prosthetics the fact that she you know she never wanted to wear a prosthetic arm mm. I think she wore it a couple of times it was really uncomfortable and she was like this is who I am this, yeah, this is, is the real me exactly. this is the real me and it was just incredible uh Georgia let's get into it who are we chatting to today today we are chatting to Kelly Knox Both Georgia and I are really, really looking forward to today's chat. Uh, And from the couple of minutes that we've had talking to this amazing person, I think it's going to be a really, really interesting conversation. A mother, an activist, a model. Her son's got a croup at home. Uh, Ali's just been sick and had been at school. It's Kelly Knox! Yay! Kelly, I mean, Zoe just touched in the intro. You've had a couple of weeks of sick sickness bugs sick in a bin at school that is the most annoying thing ever how are you (laughs) other than that I'm pretty much all right I think mostly (laughs) yeah it's just been like a full-on like few weeks of just non-stop colds coughs croup sickness in a bin uh yeah you know how it is it's always something there's nothing worse than sickness in a bin at school because there's no hiding it like once they've been sick in front of other people that's 48 hours at home isn't it that's it exactly exactly. I remember Axel eating mouldy pomegranates once in the morning for his breakfast and I looked and I was like (laughs) no don't eat them normally I just turn a blind eye and think yeah whatever um and then he was sick at school and I felt like being no 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 I know that he was sick because I gave him mouldy pomegranates he's not got a sickness bug he doesn't need to be at home for 48 hours mouldy pomegranates literally it's disgusting but anyway it's like one of those conversations overheard in Waitrose isn't it I gave my son some mouldy pomegranates pomegranates. (laughs) for anybody listening Kelly that doesn't know your story just talk to us a little bit about um you know how you started modeling and kind of your background and your story it's really interesting my journey started like 12 years ago like in modeling world kind of just fell into it saw like an ad it said like are you beautiful and disabled and think you could be the next Naomi Campbell or Kate Moss I mean I didn't think that I was beautiful or disabled um I was born with one hand but I just saw this ad and I knew I had kind of a fresh or different attitude to how most people would perceive disability. So I just thought, okay, let's give it a go. Got my mum to take some pictures of me. I was actually at work at the time. I was working a very boring office job doing credit control. And I thought, oh God, I just went on Facebook, popped up. And uh, that's how it began really. And then it just started from there. And it was so weird because like suddenly I was being labeled as disabled, which 
it might sound completely mad and crazy to you because I have one hand and it's not there and it's always been this way. But I never saw, I never kind of realised what being disabled meant, I guess. I guess it was my own um, ableism. But, mm. uh, you know, growing up in, in my house, uh, my mum, I didn't live with my dad, but my dad also, big influence on me, my brothers, my friends, all my family. We never, ever used that word. Um, mm. In fact, my, my dad called my arm Butter Moon because it looked like Butter Moon from the cartoon my son still calls it that now and my daughter yeah it's just really weird to be kind of submersed into this world of fashion and also disability I was learning everything along the way I mean at the start I mean now you see a lot more disabled models and disabled influencers which is amazing all for that um it's about time but I still don't think we've had our proper glow up yet um that needs to happen it's 2022 it was really hard at the start I mean so many doors were just slammed in my face not literally but like saying you know we don't want to see it let's sweep it under the carpet I remember seeing a video at the start of my career and it was a very beautiful model at fashion week and she said uh New York fashion week would rather burn down than see a disabled person on the runway oh my god that just infuriated me big time it did yeah. But then I was like, do you know what? This is just fueling my fire as to why I need to do this. I knew that I need to do it. Obviously, I love beauty. I love fashion. I thought it would be nice, you know, getting my hair and makeup done, wearing cool clothes. But it wasn't about that. It was about what I could do for humanity and changing the way the world sees disability, changing the way the world sees beauty and also helping people who were born like me or acquired any kind of impairment through accident or whatever to have that Mm. confidence knowing, yeah, your body is different. It's not perfect. Nothing is in this world. But you are still bloody beautiful and you can own Mm. it and you can have that confidence and just be you know, comfortable in your own skin. So that was really why I wanted to do it. I was signed to an agency at the time. It was a top agency like 12 years ago. But soon after, it went into liquidation. So I ended up spending a whole summer in Ibiza having fun in 2008. <laughs> I mean, was I there that year yeah. as well? You're probably a bit younger than me, aren't you? But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those summers in Ibiza are always a good one to kind of reset your mindset. Oh, completely. And I needed that. And then when I come back, I just kind of just found my own kind of way, like in the industry, meeting people who had the same mindset, the same goals, who believed in diversity and representation for bodies like mine in the right way. Because I felt at the beginning, it was more like tokenism and just doing it not really for the right reasons. For me, though, it is learning about how disabled people were treated and are treated in the world that's the biggest eye-opener. Kelly let's talk about that for for a minute because even just you know hearing you talk now we can see how passionate you are about this subject but your language around it is very interesting you say that you were born with one hand and some people might say you know I was born without um, a a hand and I I find even even listening to that now it's such a positive kind of spin on what you could look at your disability and say you know Mm. x y and z but actually it's like no I've got one hand that's how I was born now I've got to change people's mindset because it all comes from a space of fear when people don't want to see it they don't know how to talk about it so it's was right for years and years and years hundreds of years people were just frightened Mm. anything they didn't know themselves anything they couldn't see themselves anything that they hadn't experienced they were scared terrified and therefore the conversation was off the table yeah you know what, what's your sort of take on why the modeling industry hasn't caught up as quickly as it should I think you just hit the nail on the head really like people there's so much fear around disability probably fear of getting getting it wrong fear yeah. of especially in the world of fashion everything is about aesthetics and perfection 
and this beauty ideal but you know we wear clothes too we enjoy fashion we want to feel confident in our clothes we want to feel beautiful we want to feel empowered we have money to spend in fact the purple pound is like the spending power of disabled people and it's the largest untapped market in the UK right not only is it the most modern and moral thing to do, you're going to be making, like businesses will make money from representing us. Yeah. That girl, that model at Fashion Week didn't want to see it. It's like, it doesn't belong here because it's ugly. It's, it's weird. It's different. We don't want to see it. Yeah. I mean, you talk about, you know, when you grew up and how you didn't, I guess you didn't think of yourself as someone with a disability until you, you saw the advert and then you were put in that kind of box, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did... You know, how was it growing up? You know, did you know? Were your fr- did your friends ever ask you questions? Did you ever talk about things, or, or was it just something that people just accepted and and just got on with and just treated you as they would treat anybody else? A bit of both, really. My mum always said to me, if someone asked you growing up what happened to your arm, just say when you was in mummy's tummy, your other hand didn't grow, and that's how you was born, um, and your arm will be like that forever. It's never going to grow. It's going to stay the same. That's what I told people and mostly it got accepted I had lots of friends it really didn't stop me from Mm. having you know a happy childhood in that way I never wore prosthetic arms hated them absolutely detested them like growing up like they're just so impractical and hard and disabling and orange and plastic I just remember writing on it with my friend at school when I did have to wear not have to wear one but I guess before I was at the age where I could say I don't want to wear this Um, I just used to draw on it or bend the fingers back so it did like a swear with the fingers I hated it and my mum told me when I was in the uh, buggy when I was like two I had it on and I just like threw my arm I pulled it off in the post office and like people just like staring thinking oh my god this toddler has just ripped her arm off and (laughs) threw it across the floor so I think that fierce spirit has always been in me yeah my mum's friend who is actually she was my childminder I'm still friends with her now she's a oh she's so lovely she remembers she used to take me swimming and she remembers me playing with a girl once and the parents actually took the child away from me because like they felt offended that my I didn't have a hand so I guess mm. lots of things like that happened, but I probably wasn't aware of it as a child. Mm. And you had this confidence, mm. I guess, that maybe not everybody has. Yeah, I just never really cared. Obviously, I knew it wasn't there, and but it's just a matter of like, what can I do about it? I can't. Yeah. It won't grow. Mm. In fact, I did try wishing for it to grow when I was a teenager, but we all go through those body confidence issues when we're teenagers. I thought, oh, if I really wish, it might just grow. But obviously, that wouldn't happen and would never happen. Um, in fact, someone did actually tell that to me on social media. That was my first troll. So grow an effing arm, you effing be Yeah, you're ugly. We don't want to see oh, you. God. So I was like, no, I've tried that before. It didn't work. Oh, Kelly, that's horrendous. Do you, uh, yeah. I don't know. Look, I, I, f- f- for me, I think that we've got such an important job as parents to teach our children that any form of difference, regardless of what that is, is special. And, you know, my, I, don't, I can't talk about the details, but I've got a stepdaughter who's got, um, you know, an impairment with her foot and you know we're we're very much like trying to teach her that that makes her special and that and her difference is beautiful and that mm. doesn't matter what anyone says to her at school you know she can smile and just go yeah whatever I'm happy with it you know get on with it we're, tr- we're trying to talk about it and I'm showing her photographs of you know Paralympians and like you know saying that this woman won a gold medal and she's got one leg you know things yeah. like that so I'm really trying I think we've got such an important role because mm. you know Back in the day, like we touched on before, it wasn't it wasn't accepted. It was 
uh, a space which was a really frightening space if you were disabled or you had a disability I imagine mm. um, so I yeah. think you know now you're a mum the way that you're sort of beating that drum and really kind of shouting about it you know you've got a really important job to do do you teach your do, like you know your little one have you sort of t- t- told them about you know ha- how it is at if someone has a disability, have you kind of given him advice? When he was about two or three, no, he was three, um, we met up with a girl. She's from the US. Her name is Angel. Um, she is like bionic. She's an act actress. Um, she's super cool, has this amazing bionic arm. He came to, um, she came over to UK to do some work. So I went to meet her for the first time. We've been friends on like Instagram and stuff, just hyping each other up. So my son came with me and she said most kids actually want to touch her bionic arm and you know want to see all the cool things it can do all he wanted to do was for her to take it off so he could see her little arm underneath her real arm um and and I just think that's so endearing because like he's had me as a mum like growing up he's just like no I I want to see I want to see you see you yeah I want to see you and oh god that's quite emotional actually you You know when, when you grow up around difference and that then naturally you do you are more accepting of other people because you don't see it as something to be scared of you don't see it as something ugly and when he was little he was obsessed with Michael Jackson and all he used to do was sing Michael Jackson songs into my arm and now he'll just like kiss it in fact in bed the other night I said to him what is the best thing about me being your mum he went oh it's your button moon because it's just so cute and it's always smiling I was like oh my god (laughs) Oh. so funny oh, what a lovely lovely little boy that's incredible that he sees that yeah, yeah it is and what about you know Zara and I sometimes talk about if we're I don't know in the supermarket or in the park and one of our children especially like the younger ones the toddlers they see someone with a difference and they point it out and obviously it makes us feel uncomfortable in that situation, what is the best thing that we can do and and say to our kids? Not to feel uncomfortable about it, definitely. That it's natural curiosity of toddlers to, to, to be that way. I mean, they're completely unfiltered and that's it's so innocent and pure and beautiful, like from a toddler. In my own experience, if I've been in the park also when Jensen, like my son, like started reception. I remember a little girl, she even does it now. She just come up to my arm and just kind of like stare at it or like, want to touch it and then Mm. like it's fine you can touch it like it doesn't hurt and like you know explore and then I'll just have a chat I was just asking the question like you know what I'm I'm fine with that you know what happened you can explain like it didn't grow when I was in my mummy's tummy and this is how it's going to be I think the more open authentic conversations you have then it does have less you know fear and more acceptance yeah and that I think you're absolutely right I think you've hit the nail on the head there that if you guys are having conversations and it's such a big part of your such a big part of your life and your conversations at home then naturally you know your children become more accepting and they actually don't need to point things I mean their children will always be curious won't they they'll always see something of difference and they'll go what's that what's that like I was telling a story about last week about Kit in the um, supermarket and there was a lady in um in like a mobility scooter and he was like mommy what's that is that a wheelchair and I was like no that's a mobility scooter and she was really lovely to us and she was like it's because I can't walk very far and like we had a really lovely chat about it and it was a really beautiful conversation between like a fairly old lady and my three-year-old son (laughs) beautiful I love that yeah We'll be right back after this short break. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? So we've touched on, you know, you getting into the modeling industry and sort of coming up against like I guess difficulties Mm. how did you break through that and do you think that the industry is changing and progressing and what can we do to help move it on not long after I saw that horrible video um someone in the industry said to me oh you'd get more work if you wore a prosthetic and that goes against everything like number one I don't wear prosthetics so why am I going to wear one just to blend in to look normal to look like everyone else and it's not me and it's a very ableist comment so I just stuck to my gun stuck to my heart always followed the beat to my own drum around 12 years ago yeah it definitely has changed there's so many more people out there representing themselves I think Instagram played a big part of it because when I first started there wasn't I didn't have Instagram if I had Instagram then it, it could have been a completely different story for me in the beginning but now people can go on there represent themselves you know, be proud of this the skin they're in and just be their own muse and create their own beauty ideal. Even though there has been significant changes in the industry and definitely moving forward with disability, especially with children, I, I feel, but there's still such a long way to go. We need to see it more regularly. We need to see it mm. all the time. It can't just be like a mm. campaign here, campaign there. Mm. We, we, we need it all the time. We need that representation for it to be normalized, for it to be accepted, for it to be or to be inclusive. Like, wh- why not? Why does, when it comes to diversity, why isn't disability at the forefront? You know, when you think of diversity, people think of like color and age and sexuality so and, and uh, you know, gender choice, which are all very important things that need to be said and done and explored. But why is disability separate? And that's that's what that's the mentality that needs to change is that disability is not separate it's part of diversity it's part of the world and it's part of life if anything as time goes on you know if you're lucky to live to a certain age at some point everyone's going to become disabled and I think that's where the fear lies as well because think oh my god what if that happened to me and that's when I've met people in the street or if I've been swimming or I've been doing that I remember when I was working before I had my son I was working for a really really cool charity called Shape Arts they're a disability arts organization I remember just on my lunch break going into into Superdrug going to buy a few little bits and the person serving me who was also under the diversity bracket thought he could ask me do you have a job how can you work what Oh, my days. Like, what do you think? Because I have one hand. I can't work. That You're insulting my intelligence. You're insulting my capabilities. You're thinking that, 
yeah, things like that. Mm. I think oh I might actually be pregnant at the time. So I probably wondered how the hell has she also got pregnant? Um, oh and another another conversation I remember someone again who is un- falls under diversity um, bracket. It said, oh, "I'd love to have a disabled girlfriend because they'd never leave me." What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's I, shocking, I didn't, isn't I didn't it? Have, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it is it, completely it's shocking to hear. How do you cope? How do you cope with that? Because look, I mean, everybody has the, their off days where they feel that they can't co- cope with comments online or comments that are said to them. I mean, uh, uh, we've all got our ways, our sort of coping mechanisms on how we deal with that. What is what is yours? I just know it's not about me. It's about them. How they feel about themselves. It's, yeah. it's taken a long while to get to get to that point build up from over the years of just of self-love and just knowing that if someone does say something completely ignorant like that you know it's more about how they feel about themselves their own self-worth their own self-love their own projections more than what it is about you that's what it is isn't it anyone who bullies it's always about it's yeah, all about it's them, about them. Yeah. yeah I also find it just odd that people feel the need to comment on someone else's appearance in general yeah. mm-hmm. you know like what what what's the need you know you you're not asking for any you know you're not asking for a comment unless you're putting yourself out there and asking someone what do you think of this or what do you think of that fine mm. but what is the need to comment on someone's appearance as adults mm. you know we can't always yeah. control our toddlers or our children but <laughs> yeah. as yeah. adults you know there is no need. There's there's no need to say no. anything. I I feel as women as well. There is a lot directed at us. You know, yeah. you're aging like a fine wine, mm. or you know, all this kind of the language around aging yeah. and how we look. And that, like you said, you know, our Georgia. bodies, Georgia, are not just our bodies. They're there for everybody else to comment on them. I think women mm. get it much harder than men do. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm we we touched on that with Louise Boyce, didn't we? Um, Mama yeah. still got it about actually. I think you know it is quite difficult to be a woman and to age and to mm-hmm. maybe look different and to have you know I, I guess yeah just being a woman <laughs> just being a woman yeah. maybe is a bit harder yeah definitely it's like when you think about like someone like George Clooney has he has an age it's like oh my god he's so hot he's so fit he's so gorgeous and yeah of course but if it's a woman going through that it's like oh my god she needs to have Botox she needs to have fillers she needs to do this she's that and it's nothing wrong if people want to do that but why should that only be aimed at a woman yeah like why is yeah. it okay for a man to age and still and get hotter naturally but it's not okay for a woman to age naturally and get her wrinkles and 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 it's not getting twisted we get much less sleep than men so of course we're gonna get <laughs> <It's so true. laughs> of course we're our skin's gonna suffer bloody hell yeah it's difficult it's a tricky it's a tricky one but I guess the only thing we can keep doing is, is having people like you kind of you know shouting about it talking about it and doing what you're doing and normalizing it like just looking mm. at your Instagram Kelly it's so beautiful it's such an amazing space like I don't have the confidence to be able to stand there in my underwear and walk like I just I wish I could show but I, yeah, I don't I and don't. I think when I look at you I just thought you there was there was a post that you did recently a reel I think it was for Valentine's Day you were in a red set and I just thought me that body is banging she looks unbelievable <laughs> so you. yeah keep keep doing what you're doing <laughs> and, you. and what's next Kelly what what have you got coming up what are your plans yeah I'm working with um some some really nice brands and just want to keep that open really is working with more people who are on the same wavelength and believe in the same stuff and the diversity and it's just all about empowerment and self-love and just helping people to feel you know more at ease and at peace and in love with their own bodies you're actually help you're helping so many people as well I read yeah. um 
you know, that someone had sent you a message to say, you you know, you are there showing my daughter that she's beautiful. She'd, mm-hmm. she'd been born without a hand as well. Yeah. And she can now look up to you, you know, in campaigns, on the runway, all of that kind of stuff and think, yeah. there I am, like I'm represented. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. please carry on. <laughs> I will do, I will do. I love it though. I like, I really enjoy it. It's not as if like, oh my God, I've got to do this. I'm like, I, I want to do this. I, I'm excited by it. I want to do it to, again, mm-hmm. like, you know, to help the mums and think about when I was growing up, my mum didn't have any of that. My mum never had mm. someone to show her the way to know that I'll be okay doing my shoelaces, doing my hair, getting myself dressed, all the basic things, getting through school, having a boyfriend. Like it's just things that so many people take for granted, like having the confidence mm. to be that role model for not only the little girl, and she was two at the time, but her mum is absolutely everything and that is why I started doing this in the first place it is for that reason we all deserve to no matter what disabled or not we all deserve to have that confidence to 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 be in love with ourselves we can't all the time because nothing's Mm -hmm. perfect and we all have our moments but just know our truth our soul level our heart that it's all good yeah it's all good yeah. and you know what life is so precious god we were talking about this earlier on weren't we george yeah. that's in fact we're doing a post tonight on it because um yeah there's a lot of this similar thoughts going through our heads at the moment about how finite life is and how it's just the knife edge really you don't know you've got to appreciate and cherish every moment um mm-hmm. kelly before we say goodbye to you um we love to ask our guests the best piece of advice that they've ever been given around parenting or the piece of advice they'd give to a new parent i think motherhood especially is your greatest initiation like it's a rite of passage it is beautiful it's sacred but it's also raw and messy and untamed and we have to move through it all I think children have a very special way even though it doesn't feel like it at times when it's in the moment of showing us where we need to heal where we need to show up more and help us to grow we are growing with them to be the best versions of ourselves so they they are the magic I always say to my sons especially because he's older and he is he was born ancient I'm like I may be your mum I may be older than you I said but you are so wise and you are so ancient and knowing and you inspire me all Mm -hmm. the time and also we love to hear about products we're obsessed with makeup and beauty and and products for the kids we just love to hear like what are your absolute must-haves I've been working with Baby Dove for the past couple of years and I absolutely love everything Baby Dove um, especially their calming nights I just feel like using the calming nights body wash the lotion that really just helps like with the bedtime routine like the massage when both my kids were babies the uh, Chico next to me crib that was an absolute lifesaver loved that like for breastfeeding just being there at the bed but at the end of it they grow out of it they just end up in your bed anyway but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when they're little very little it's that's the safest most comforting close option my friend Jamie Lee she's just launched her business called Cosmic Keepsake and she makes jewellery like rings and necklaces too and she stores the mum's breast milk or maybe if there's been like a loss or like a stillbirth then one of our friends also went through that like the ashes like in in the ring or in the necklace so I think that is such a beautiful thing anything that's keepsake anything that kind of reminds you of their little hands or their little feet um is everything Mm. Love yeah, I wish I'd done that now, especially because yeah, Kit's feet are so bloody big and wide. Oh, I'd have loved it. <laughs> yeah, I said those. to my son the other day, I said, he, it was yesterday, he was just sitting at the table, like having something to eat. And I said, Jensen, your, your 
feet look like spatulas. They were so big. Yeah. Like, oh my God, where are those little tiny feet gone? I know. Oh, I know. Damn. I know. Although I, I, I mean, Georgia keep talking about doing a business for, for kids with extra wide feet because Clarks have stopped doing the H's now. And that means that I'm now like the only ones I can get are the big old American brands and I have to two size up. So he's like, mommy, my feet, they're too big. And I'm like, yeah, but dude, your feet are so wide. We've got to go extra large here. Do you know what I mean? And then the ones online look like, yeah, they, they, they're not the best. So Georgia, we'll, we'll have a chat about that. We'll pick yeah, that, we have pick a that conversation wow. again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And also as well, like Zig and Star, they make amazing footwear. Zig and Star. Zig and Star. Zig and Star. Brilliant. Okay. Kelly, thank you so much for coming on. Um, For anybody that doesn't follow Kelly, get yourself down to her Instagram now. And um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on and being so honest. It was lovely to chat to you. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Kelly Knox, what a woman. What an amazing episode. I know. Do you know, it was actually really emotional as well when she was talking about her son Mm. and how when, that you know, they met up with, I can't remember what the lady's name was, somebody in a similar space to um, Kelly and she was wearing a a prosthetic and he didn't like it and he really wanted her to take it off so he could see see her arm and also how he call how they call it um they call kelly's arm button moon yeah which i thought was really beautiful as well um the whole the whole conversation i really learned loads from it actually yeah. um and and i also loved how she said you know don't feel uncomfortable if your child points out somebody's disability in mm. you know the supermarket or in the park or whatever don't be frightened to have those conversations and actually if yeah. everybody just you know pulls their barriers down a bit and just has a more open and honest chat around it then we can yeah. all be more educated you know we're not supposed to know what to say or what to That's do what if it's say. not going on with us exactly and mm. we, all we can do is try and understand what other people yep. are going through yep. have these conversations learn from things talk about it we won't always get it right but we can't shy away from it and we can't yeah. feel embarrassed um but thank you kelly we really enjoyed that chat um yeah and as always we would absolutely love you to rate review subscribe and give the podcast a follow and we love seeing your photos don't we george yeah we do please tag us in your pictures we're on at made by mummers on instagram and if there is anyone um that's caught your eye or your ears um that you'd like to hear from on the podcast please just drop us a dm and we're always open to suggestions and we'll be back on friday made by mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the wonderful charlotte mason insanity group hey folks i'm mark Marin from the wtf podcast and this episode is brought to you by kleenex ultra soft tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.